Okay, it's still January 28th, 2023. This is Matt Carlsman with George Carlsman, and my dad has another story to share. <laughs> well, this is an interesting story. Now, uh, as at this time, I was living in College Park in uh, Washington, D.C. area, and this is in the mid-60s. I think it would have been 65 or 66, and I think I was 15 or 16 years old. Bottom line was, during the 1960s, we had tremendous amounts of unrest in the country. We had a combination of racial rioting. We had anti-war demonstrations against the Vietnam War. Um, we had assassinations of political and public leaders happening every year. It was just stunning, in fact, at that time. It seemed like the entire world was in complete turmoil. As I look at the world today that I live in at 73 or 72 years old, where the grotesque evil that we have now, and I look back on that, actually it was a terribly disruptive time, but there was still a solid foundation of morality in society, whereas today there is no foundation whatsoever of morality. But back in the 1960s, I can remember distinctly uh, an experience I had watching reaction of one of the riots. And this is in the summertime. I had ridden my bike over the uh, a bit major road that goes down from the Maryland suburbs into the heart of Washington, D.C. It's called New Hampshire Avenue. Now, the thing to understand about the Washington, D.C. area between the Maryland suburbs and downtown D.C. is it's very hilly. And so I was basically at the top of a large, of a hill uh, that was higher than much of downtown Washington, D.C. So I could see, looking straight down, and this was going for several miles into downtown D.C., and so I could see the rooftops and uh, apartment buildings and things like that in the ghettos of D.C. several miles away uh, because of the nature of the terrain with it being hilly. As I was looking down there, I could uh, see smoke and flames distinctly, even though it was several miles away. Um, I could hear an occasional popping noise, which I recognized as gunfire. And then, interestingly enough, there was a large column of U.S. Army vehicles, literally some tanks, some armored personnel carriers, jeeps, uh, uh, big uh, trucks, uh, pick, uh, not pickups, but big semi-type trucks that could hold equipment and soldiers. This was a, a, a long unit that had, must have had five or six hundred soldiers in it and many uh, vehicles. They were going down the D.C. on New Hampshire Avenue. The reason they chose New Hampshire Avenue was because it's concrete road that at the time was about six to eight lanes wide and uh, because it was a major uh, access down into D.C., like a spoke on a wheel. And the tanks and the heavy equipment, if they would put those on asphalt roads, would uh, tear up the road, but the tank treads and things like that would not tear up the concrete road, so that's why they were going down. I've never forgotten that, because here I was 15 or 16 years old. It was summertime, it was hot and sunny, and uh, they were going down there to put down the riot. So I watched that, and I watched him disappear. It took several minutes for the uh, convoy to pass, and I watched. I stayed on that hilltop for an hour or two, and then 
clearly as they got down there, then I heard a lot of other shooting. It was just quite amazing. Uh, and I am assuming that that convoy with all those military personnel was involved in quelling the riots, and they did it by shooting. And sometimes they shot people, and sometimes they fired in the air. But that was a remarkable experience that I've never forgotten, that you can see how easily society can come apart. Um, and I've never had any sense of uh, that this society... Well, let me rephrase this. A lot of the times we might feel like our society around us is solid and permanent. And one thing I've picked up from watching those riots as well as uh, seeing the riots in the news from all these other situations is that the civilization, there's an expression that the, the civilizations uh, can be destroyed very quickly. There's not much holding a civilization together. And the glue that holds it together can er er erode almost overnight. And that's what I saw happening with those riots, not only in D.C., but in all of the cities in the 60s. It didn't take much to cause a group of people to go from being controlled, normal people to becoming people that would want to destroy. And once you understand that, you realize that uh, civilization is very impermanent and it's something you have to work at. I've never forgotten that, so I've always remembered that. I can see today, right now in my mind's eye, the tanks clanking down. Tanks make a lot of noise when they go by, <laughs> going down into New Hampshire to put down those riots. So anything happened? The tanks went down, you heard the shots. Was that all far away from you then? Did they ever come into your neighborhood at all? Oh, yeah. No, the riots were in the internal parts of the ghettos of D.C., and so... It was probably five miles, six miles away from us. We didn't perceive that to be close at all. It, and if you're five or ten miles away and there's people rioting, you, they're actually surprisingly close when you think of it that way. But we were in the suburbs, so that seemed like it was a million miles away, you know, psychologically. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. All right. <laughs>